Hey everyone, you're listening to On the House with Spartan, an ad-free podcast brought to you by a full-service turnkey company. I'm your host, Lindsay Davis, CEO and co-founder of Spartan Invest. On this show, we talk about all things real estate, from market patterns, industry insight, construction, property management, and other investment avenues. We hope you'll join as we dive into today's episode of On the House with Spartan. I hope that you enjoyed our last episode as we got to talk and learn a little bit more about our another co-founder, Maureen McCann. Loved having her on and getting to hear her side of how Spartan got started and, and kind of where we're going moving forward. Now, this episode is going to be the first in a series of episodes just kind of detailing out our Spartan process. This particular episode is going to be how we get the leads for our acquisitions team. And we're going to cover every step. We're going to cover how we find the leads, how we purchase the properties, how we renovate them, find our find your tenants, and how we manage all the way to the maintenance of the property. So we're going to have two parts to our acquisition process. We're going to walk through what we do during this crucial first stage, and we're going to touch on a few common questions that we get uh, regarding acquisitions at Spartan. Now, the acquisition stage of the Spartan process, it begins with reviewing more than 300 properties each week through all different types of avenues. So we look at we look at foreclosures, we look at uh, the MLS, we work with wholesalers. Uh, we review and evaluate just on a massive scale in order to only purchase the ones that that fall within our rate of return criteria for for our investors. In fact, you know, just just a little bit of a backstory. Uh, one of our company core values is to be dispassionately objective, right? We we want to only look at the numbers. We get questioned often in regards to the meaning behind this, you know, quote, company value, since it's not very typical. Uh, it's not a typical company value or it's not something that you usually see on, in mission statements. But um, dispassionately objective means we only let the numbers speak in regards to whether we can make a property purchase, whether we can renovate the property for a certain amount, or what we can rent the property for. To us, the number is king, hands down. Our goal is to provide an average ROI uh, for cash purchases of around 7%. The only way that this would be possible uh, across such a wide scale would be to evaluate and, and purchase all of our properties using the exact same formula. So all of our properties are purchased with this formula number frame in mind, and we stay very, very far away from the gut feeling purchases. Back to our acquisitions. So the way that we get all of these uh, leads coming in we work with real estate brokerages. We access, uh, we access all of our MLS listings as a mean to purchase properties. Uh, there's a couple of downfalls when you're looking on the MLS. One, every agent out there has the exact same access, right? All the MLS listings are filtered to Zillow, Trulia, Realtor. Uh, so the sheer number of eyes on that particular property only increases the competition, which drives the price Uh, the price of the property up. Also, uh, the majority of properties on the MLS in our price range um, are through HUD. And they usually come with a a 
additional loopholes in order to purchase those properties. Also, there's a 14-day window in which only owner occupants can bid on those properties. So investors don't even get first crack at those. Now, next, we, we also look at foreclosed properties that we purchase off the courthouse steps. Now, when we started Spartan back in 2010, 11, the majority of our properties that we purchased were foreclosures. Obviously, the sheer number of available foreclosed properties uh, was due to the 2008 recession. And since then, this is actually the smallest avenue in which we purchase properties. Right now, our foreclosed properties, they only account for about 3% of all of our purchases. Yeah, also, you know, due to COVID and the restrictions on foreclosing properties, there's almost been no inventory in the last two years. There's also um, a lot more risk that come with purchasing foreclosures. Alabama is a little bit different than a lot of other states. In regards to foreclosures, I'm going to dive into that. But one of the biggest risks that you that you take when you buy off the courthouse steps is a lot of times you're buying these properties sight unseen. There are times you're not able to access the property prior to purchasing, and that's a pretty big risk. If the property is still occupied by the previous owner, then possession responsibility is then passed to you. And um, the Alabama courts, there is a uh, statutory right of redemption, which we're going to talk about in just a minute. But the court, the Alabama courts see a foreclosed owner as having had equity in the property. So it's not as easy as, hey, you own the property now and now you evict the previous owners. You have to do what is called a suit of ejectment. And this can take anywhere from six months to a year. I have heard horror stories that through COVID, it's been more than more than that year. In fact, we actually purchased a property back in 2018 and we finally got possession. It was a foreclosed home and there was a the previous owner still in the property and we received possession in August of 2021. That's how long sometimes these things can take. That's a very big risk when you're talking about tying up your your capital in, in the asset. The, uh, the second biggest risk is you're not always sure that the property can, can have clear title. Uh, with the properties being sold on the courthouse steps, it's up to the buyer to make sure that the title is clear and you're purchasing the first mortgage. There's been several times that we've gone after properties and find that, hey, this is only the second mortgage. So if you buy the foreclosed second mortgage, you just get a pat on the back. There's also the the right of redemption that I, ta- I brought up just a minute ago to take into consideration when you're purchasing foreclosed homes in Alabama. Uh, There's not many states out there that still have a uh, statutory right of redemption in place. But, of course, Alabama is one of them. So basically, after the properties foreclose, certain parties that would have specific interest in that property have one year to come back and purchase back that property. While it is extremely rare, it is still a possibility and it can be very scary We have experienced uh, where a previous owner has come back and purchased the property after we have owned it. Now, the buyer does have to purchase the property back with cash for the foreclosed amount. And then there's some interest fees, administrative, insurance costs, and you get 
reimbursed for necessary and value-added improvements. And where it gets a little sticky is what is actually, quote, a value-added improvement. And that it can be argued that if you renovate the property and use marble, is that was that really necessary? How much value did that actually add versus how much you actually spent on that specific repair? And the third risk of buying foreclosed properties is having the funds ready at the exact time of purchase. Majority of foreclosing uh, attorneys require full or partial funds at the time of sale. Means you have to walk up to the foreclosure with thousands of dollars on hand to purchase the property with no closing attorney, no title insurance, home inspection, nothing. Um, Yes, you can do as much due diligence prior to that point. Uh, However, that's still a pretty big risk. And since the vast majority of properties that are supposed to go into foreclosure do end up getting postponed, a lot of times if you're trying to do all of that due diligence ahead of time, you're kind of just chasing your tail and that it's likely it's going to get postponed. You often don't know until the day of. The third way we access leads to buy our properties is through our own marketing. Spartan Invest has the license to webuyhouses.com for several counties in Alabama and Tennessee. Uh, while those bandit signs you see on the side of the road, this is We Buy Houses, uh, they're not us, but they do help drive people to our webuyhouses.com website. Through this license, we try to target homeowners directly uh, to try to attempt to purchase their homes. Now, majority of the leads that we see through webuyhouses.com, those are ones that have recently inherited a property. Uh, A lot of -of out-of-state people who now own property in Alabama don't really know what to do with it. They're going through a divorce or maybe a, a major life change and just need to get out of their home as quickly as possible. Also, we, you know, we do our own hey, driving for dollars leads that our internal acquisition team does. Uh, in, in our company, 50% of the team is in the field majority of the day. So we have to use our, you know, custom apps to make sure that we are tracking those properties that looked aban- that look abandoned so we can target those uh, specific owners. Lastly, we purchase homes through wholesalers. Now, for those of you out there who are experienced real estate investors and agents, you already know what wholesalers are. But what I found is that the a lot of investors don't really have a clue if you're not in the real estate space. A wholesaler is someone who essentially sells the contract to buy the house. So you see all those bandit signs on the side of the road and they say, we buy houses. Well, majority of the time, that's just the marketing by the wholesaler. They don't actually ever purchase the property. They'll place the property under contract and then call a large cash buyer like us uh, to sell the contract to just for a small markup. And we've got great relationships with many wholesalers in the Birmingham, Huntsville, and Chattanooga area. This is actually the largest way in which we acquire our properties. There are several benefits when you're purchasing through a wholesaler and that you've got more time to conduct a thorough evaluation of the property prior to closing on it. Like we talked about the differences in the foreclosed properties, we can get our home inspector in there. We get our acquisitions agents in in there to evaluate. We also get our construction supervisors in there to evaluate the property prior to us ever buying it. 
And then you also still go through the usual closing process. You get title insurance, attorney. Now, I do know that there have been a a lot of restrictions here lately in several states on wholesaling because right now in majority of states, you do not have to have a real estate license to be a wholesaler. And they do require you to have a real estate license. Obviously, if you're selling anyone else's home or if you're leasing anyone else's home, you know, our property management team has to have licensed uh, leasing agents because they are showing and placing tenants in our investors' homes. So the fact that, you know, you're selling the contract for somebody else on somebody else's behalf and you do not have to have a uh, real estate license, that has, has drawn a lot of heat in several states. So I know that they're coming down and applying different restrictions in that regard. So that was a lot of information. However, the entire process and the majority of success when you're dealing with real estate, when our success, our investor's success comes down to purchasing correctly. I cannot stress this enough. It is the most important piece of the puzzle. So hopefully just looking and talking about how we source the properties and how we get those leads in will let you know the amount of work that goes on behind the scenes. And whether you choose to work with a turnkey company, whether it be Spartan or or another company in, in another market, just remember the investors out there that are, hey, I can do this on my own. Just kind of think back to how much work and, and all the different avenues in which to source the properties. And if you've got a a full-time job, that is a full-time job, right? It's trying to get the incoming lead. So hopefully you can utilize the professionals when you're trying to find that right property. In the next episode, Acquisitions Part 2, we're going to take a dive into the neighborhoods, our neighborhood rating, um, the ABC, I'm sure most of you know that the different ratings for those particular areas where we do not buy. And how do we know what to do to the property? So essentially, what are we looking at when we finally we go through all this work and get the leads? What are we looking for with the property? And that's going to be on acquisitions part two. Thank you guys for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review and subscribe. If you want to learn more, check us out online at SpartanInvest.com. Until next time, this is On the House with Spartan.